we start back in Frank called Cassius Dupree, which is brilliant. Um, Straight dunked on. <laughs> but also after searching the database and not finding entries for Joy Simons, Daryl Albertson, or Jorg Jorg, what do you do? I'm gonna look at his instant picture and see if he's still there. Uh, instant picture handle was at Jorg Jorg teaches cool things. Um, and as you go to look it up, you don't find anything. Oh, come on. All his thirst traps are gone. I know. This is just a tragedy. It's not even my thing, but it's still cool, you know? Even the ones saved in my phones are gone? (laughs) Yes, Wind. (laughs) You're here now. As you go to school. No, that was that was Luke. That was was Luke. (laughs) Yeah. Hey hey, yeah, hey Luke. Luke, that fan art you drew of Jorg doing What? Yeah, that fan art you drew is gone. I I spent twelve hours on that. His pecs perfect, but now those perfect pecs seem to have disappeared. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well. All right, well, if we can't even do that. (sighs) I don't really know what to do next. How are you doing, Molly? I have no idea what to do. I... (sighs) Anna, I just feel useless. All I do is just pass out during important things. Hey, that's just bad roles, my dude. You know, sometimes things happen. And by bad roles, I mean like, you know, (laughs) when occasionally things go bad and you just roll with it. That's what I meant by that. And so sometimes that just happens. You're not a useless member of the team. You're one of the coolest people I know. I'm I'm a little lost right now. I don't know exactly where goes forward from here. Because um, I came to the school for a fresh start. And uh, now it looks like, I don't know, another war is about to break out. And I've just learned that even more senseless loss of life has happened. In an instant. Do you think they're gone forever, or they've just been, like, erased I... in our memories, and we can... Or not not in our memories, that's the... <laughs> memories of them are the only things we have. Yeah. Um, is there a way to get them back? I mean, it started I... with rust. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think we'll probably figure out most of this once we figure out what happened to Russ? Ah, that mm, that gives me an idea. I'm gonna try to contact the Lord of the Dead again. So, uh, yeah, let's just let's just give that a try, cause I am at my wits' end, and I don't know who else we literally can talk to at this point besides each other. So yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, so Anna crosses her legs, places her hands gently on her knees. And tries to contact Anubis. That black light glow 
emits from around you. And then all that's left is your silhouette left in pitch black with just the faintest white light peeking from around the outside. And you're there in that same place you were last time. But this time, as you look at Anubis, he seems tired. I I I toss him a pack of Scooby-Doo gummies. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, These are... You remembered. Yeah, of course I remembered. You're like one of my pals. (laughs) I, um... I appreciate that. So what's going on? You look a little more haggard than normal. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I, uh, um, well, frankly, I'm trying to figure out why there was a bunch of unexpected deaths that weren't planned and were long before they were supposed to show up. So... Everyone who was on that planet did die. What planet? Uh, whatever. There was recently, we were told of a bomb of sorts went off or hit a planet and killed, well, we assume killed everyone on there. Are you kidding me? There's another bomb? Another one? Yeah, and from what we hear, there may be more. He closes his eyes and kind of, like, rests his, like, jackal head in his two hands. And then rubs his temples slightly and says, Okay, 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 okay. He opens up the Scooby-Doo fruit gummies and starts eating them. He's like, thank God these are here, at least. I can bring you another pack next time, or two, or I can... Yeah, be, I'll, I'll I'll bring that you a would whole be box. Great. That would, yeah. Oh, that would be great. Hey, uh, newbie. Yeah. Remember that uh, whole thing about my robot friend? Did uh, did anything become of that? He pulls out the book of life in one hand and the book of death in the other and he sets them down in front of him and says Anna I've looked through both of these books several times for the name you gave me a U982 Rust I've looked for just Rust I've looked for just a U982 and he's not in either of them sorry okay we are dealing with some powerful, powerful people, then. Hey, uh, before I go out, what do you know about... I, you've been around for literally forever. What do you know about multi-headed snake beasts on the body of lions? Well, I knew what you were going to... What that was until you said lion. Oh. What do you know about multi-headed snake beasts? Well, it's a hydra. Okay. They got any, like, memory-erasing abilities? 
You see his eyes shoot wide open. Oh. Oh. Anna? You've seen one. Yeah, I've seen one. I and you remember And you remember it. Yes, I remember it. Oh. Oh. That's alarming. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, uh, give me, like, uh, come back in a week, okay? I, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I need to figure out and go talk to my godfriends. I, I know I don't usually push you out, but this is the only thing I can do. And you are, you feel your body be ripped from that space. Crap, and you crap, are dang it. All back right. in your body. All right, Molly, so bad news and bad news. So it turns out, that was a different kind of bomb because, I mean, at least the way we understand the ARAD to be is sort of a displacement thing, so those other people could still be alive. Every single person that was on that planet is gone, is dead. And so is that, like, a regular bomb? Yeah, that was... They upgraded the super weapon into a a normal bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah! It turns out Cassius just threw a hand grenade super super hard. Okay, Molly is not laughing at this. This is very serious, but yeah, me Elizabeth, like a like a nuke. Yes, we've all (laughs) we've all seen one. Okay, wait. Make that bad news, bad news, and some and. Mediocre news. All right. So, uh, so all one, all those people are dead. Two, it looks like Anubis can't even look up Rust because it's like Rust never existed. It's the same thing as what we've been dealing with. However, whenever I mentioned the fact of us fighting that horrifying snake lion monster, my god, my deity, my being that I worship that has been around for a millennia, freaked out. And um, is going to talk to other god friends about that and get back to me. But So that's at least a step in a direction, but it looks like whatever we're messing with here is well outside of anyone's pay grade. I understand it's a lot. Well, isn't there some kind of like archive in the in the monastery? Yeah. You think they might have some information on this? Yeah, I mean, it it's better. It's wor- There's literally like nothing all. else we can do. Let's let's That's go check it out. That's the only lead we have, so yeah. Yeah, let's go do some research. With that we cut. Um, Rose, you are finally left alone in the observatory. Uh, The other members of the Order of the Golden Wing have dispersed and left. What do you do? Rose has been looking at the stars the whole time after sort of a mental panic, but decides that as much as she wants to keep observing... She's going to go find 
anyone. She's quite, quite panicked. She's going to basically run to the nearest, to whoever she finds first. She's not thinking. She's just running. I think the first person you bump into is down, tending to his garden, Quake Strider. This is good. And you know what? He wasn't at the meeting, right? He wasn't one of the... He was the he was there, um, but he was quiet most of the time. <clears throat> okay. And Quick Strider is it's good... the big Wait. old turtle. Yeah, big old turtle. He's a good one boy. He's one of your dads. And given that he is one of Wynn's dads, Rose is going to trust him. And she's just going to be looking at him. Like, without saying anything for a moment. And the moment he goes, like, if he looks at her or if he goes to interact with her in any way, she's just going to cry. I think he feels your presence there and then looks and just says, you okay, dude? And as soon as you start crying, he is, like, holding you. And and she doesn't say anything. She's just sobbing, sort of against like she she sobs against his his little little toitus toitus chest. I guess like that's that's probably where she'd be. She's just like she's just she's just like crying. And after correction, it's a very beefy chest. Beefy chest. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, but you know it's beefy. But it's toy a toy. I mean, she, he he he's a massive toitle. Um, and <sighs> the planet, so many people, and I'm so, she just lets herself cry it out a bit more before she breathes. And like, if she, like, I'm, I'm going to do a perception chest check, I guess. She wants to make sure there's no one else obviously around. But him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Twenty-six, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no one is around. Paranoia. Wind and I, we got back. A whole planet was destroyed. So many people were dead. And I'm scared after that meeting. And she decides to speak to Celestial for this bit. And basically says, what do you mean? What do they mean they're going to balance things? What, what do they mean they'll do anything? Quickstrider looks a little surprised that you're speaking Celestial. And then replies, anyone else that would be listening, there's no one around, but if someone else he is speaking back to you in Celestial, but somehow he still sounds the same. Um, <laughs> he says, look, I know this seems scary. I know it seems big. But 
rose when you put things into perspective. I think this is gonna be okay in the long run. Okay? She nods. She sort of whispers in Celestial still. There are more people going to have to die. He pats the ground in front of you. He, at this point, he is like sitting down cross-legged um, uh, across from you. So he's able to kind of look at you eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Um, he's patting the ground between the two of you. He says, you know, this was a thriving planet once. Lots of people, lots of life. And then it died. And then we built something on it. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's good that all those... It's definitely not good that all those people died, dude, but... Sometimes things happen that are out of our control... And the best thing we can do instead of panicking is, well, roll with the punches, I guess. She just sort of stands there. She clenches her her body. She's pretty tense and doesn't really say anything to that. Doesn't really want to accept the words, but doesn't want to deny them either. He tentatively holds out his hand to kind of like pat your shoulder. Um, and then slowly does it. And says, I know it's hard to learn that lesson, but I find that the faster you do, the easier life is going to get. She frowns and very slowly nods yet again, just once. And doesn't know what else to say. She's just at a complete, at a complete loss, but she manages a thank you in common. And then she starts to walk away. Hey, if you have the chance, it may be good to go talk to Morning Song, okay? Morning Song. Yes, thank you. Oh, and she doesn't fucking remember where to find him. But, <laughs> but she she'll she'll kind of walk around aimlessly and maybe eventually find him, or ask Wind when she sees Wind next. Speaking of wind, wind, <laughs> um, wind and gin. The door to the restricted area opens in front of you. Dawnbringer walks in, and as soon as you walk in, you see maps all over this giant chamber 
with stairs in the very center matching the stairs that are outside, uh, leading up to a second floor. Uh, you see maps of the monastery. You see maps of this specific galaxy. You see maps of the universe. I feel like Wind has been in this room before. Like, I feel like at least going into <laughs> Dusk Watchers <laughs> disciplinary office. Mm -hmm. So I think Wind is just kind of focused on what Dawnbringer's doing. Jen would like to see if she can't, like, get a good close look at any of the maps to see, like, what's written on them. Are they just maps? Is there writing? Is there notation? Like, what's going on on these maps? Uh, roll investigation and then tell me what languages you speak. Okay. Well, this is a two-part answer. I speak Common, Primordial, and Thieves' Camp. Then my investigation roll is a 12. Uh, um, with a 12, yeah. Is, am I not going to be able to read them? Like, language-wise? I mean, you, you can tell the there are a good bit of them written in common. Um, and so those you are definitely able to read. Uh, and most of them are just basic maps. They have, like, notes written on them in a few places, but nothing that would really call out to you. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, honestly, Jen's not overly impressed by room full of maps. She thought the Forbidden section would be a little more exciting. Uh, Dawnbringer walks to the stairs and proceeds up. I follow. Uh, Jin follows, you, too. As you get to the second floor, he walks to the far wall. Uh, there are two doors once you reach the second floor. One labeled uh, Dawnbringer's office. One labeled Duskwatcher's office. He walks to the wall that, as you walk up, is not by either of the doors. And as he walks up, he traces his hand over the wall, and a door appears. Now that's more like it. Are you coming? Of, of course. And he walks, he opens <clears throat> the door and walks in. I run in. Yeah, Jin, Jin, in spite of everything, is filled with a little bit of childlike glee and runs through as well. As you walk in, you see three things that instantly catch your attention. One, in the center of the room, there is a 3D, basically, model of the scales of the universe perfectly. And you see that it is now currently out of balance, matching the current scales. Two, you notice that there are books everywhere in here, uh, and all of them have dates on the spine. Three, you notice that there is a cage. When you look in the cage, you are not able to figure out what is in it. Like, we uh, just can't see it? Or, like... Yeah, I'd you, like to roll yeah. a... Like, what would that check be yeah. to look in a cage and see a thing? 
You roll a nat 20, and with that, you see there is a Nicholas inside that cage. <laughs> I was gonna say it! Dang <laughs> You're locked in here with me! So, you will have to roll three checks. Oh my god, I want to do this too. Bring it. You will have to roll in this order. Investigation, Arcana, Religion. Okay. Investigation oh, okay. check. And then I'll ask... Okay. Jin, oh. you you tell me yours first, since you're the one that kind of initiated this. Okay. I ended up with a 12, but I am going to use my um, psionic energy die. I'm going to do Cybolstered Neck to roll another d8 and add that to the 12. Okay. This is investigation? Yeah. Okay. Um... So that is a 16 total. Succeeds. Check number two. Okay, that is uh, Arcana. Arcana. Roll that. That's a 21. Succeeds. Check three. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, no. Religion's a five. I'm going to use another die and roll another D8. I don't think I'm going to make it. Can I use the help action to give... give Yes, I will, let you religion. Use, I will let you use the help action. Okay, rolling it okay. again. Oh, that's even worse than... Oh, that's one point better. Uh, if I use the psionic die, it's it's a 12. The third check does not succeed. Oh, so close. Wind. Investigation. Okay. Uh, eight. Help. The first check does... You can only use it on one check. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Six. The first check does not succeed. <sighs> hey, Don, bring Jim it. Goes, what's in the cage? Don <laughs> <laughs> Bringer looks and says, oh. Oh, you wouldn't be able to see it, right? Uh. He walks over to it, and uh, he reaches his hand into the cage and is petting, but looks to you, he is petting air. Um, but you hear distinct... It's a noise that is somewhere between a purring, a hissing, and a roar. So a sneeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wh- why can't we see it? He says. He looks up and says, "Look, it probably doesn't want you to." Can we can we quit using pronouns and just tell us what this is? He looks around, strange. He looks around, kind of confused, and says, "How do I put this?" Um, if I could tell you, I would, but if I did. Then he would have to show himself, and if he showed himself without wanting to, you might die. Fair. Very fair. So what what is this room? (laughs) Welcome to the Arcanium. This is where we decide how to bring balance to things. He gestures to the model of the scales in front of him, and he says, 
obviously you see the scales are out of line. And you see the books. Both of you roll investigation on the books. I'm gonna look at the books. Time to look at the books. I got a 14. I got a 10. I'm real sick of this. 14 is actually good enough. Uh, and yes. 10 is actually, you would notice this, it might take you a little bit longer to piece together what it means. Okay. As you look around the room, you see that on a pedestal in front of the scales, you see a book open. All the books are fairly thin, but fairly large. Like surface area, they are large, but there are not many pages to them. All the books have dates on the spine. And as you investigate further, you realize that the dates are for a long ways in the past and keep going to a long ways in the future. I knew it, I knew it. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What? Wait, so Okay, I go up I go up to the book on the pedestal. As you look at it, you see that it has written out certain things, and as you look at the spine, it is today's date. Does it say wind reads the book? It doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, so you kind of just playing out a script? Like we're kind of just... Right. We're kind of, yeah, we're kind of just following the rules. I got, well, following the story, I guess. To a certain degree, yes. You see, this is. These books tell what should happen. They are not what's going to happen, but what should happen to keep the universe in optimal balance. When something happens and it's not in the book, Things go out of balance. Who wrote the book? Dawnbringer looks sheepishly at the cage. Okay, Jin's Jin's gonna take a, a wild chance here, okay? She's gonna she's gonna look at the cage. Is it like high up? Is it low? Is it big? What's 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 up? It is pretty high up. Uh it is on a like four foot tall platform and even then it is still pretty big i would say it's about as big as like but area wise california king size mattress height wise it's about 10 feet tall okay um jen is going to look up at this cage right in the dead center space that she can't see anything and she's just gonna beg listen so much has gone wrong. So many awful things have happened. Planets have exploded. I have lost everyone I've ever known. I I just need a win. And you could give us a win if you would just show yourself and let us know how you know what you know. And what we can do. Please, I'm sick of being in the dark. I need to know something. I need, I need anything. Please. We cut to blue. Oh, me? Yes, you. Am I just, like, alone on the ship right now? 
Oh, you are wherever you want to be. Because, okay, cool. Because I would imagine, I don't even know what to do at this point, you know? Like, I'm not, like, I haven't been, like, privy to any of the other conversations. Um, you know, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it suddenly occurred to Blue that, like, they don't want, actually want to be left alone. Um, and so, I don't know, Possi- I guess if, um, if Molly and Anna are leaving to, like, go to the library, they're gonna do the thing where they run out behind them and kind of wait to be invited to, <laughs> to follow, you know, and I was like, like, oh, oh, you want me to come with you? Yeah, sure, you know, like, oh, I was just gonna do whatever, you know. <laughs> And then just kind of stand there expectantly. I love this. I love all of you so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you guys are all... You're going to join Anna and Molly in the library trip. Yay. I love this. Uh, the three of you know how to get to the library fairly quickly at this point. Um, and you get there fairly quickly uh as you get there storm seeker is sitting at the front desk um reading a book and uh as he sees you come in he says oh hey uh yeah were you looking for anything i can yeah hi do you have anything on eldritch horrors that he he kind of chuckles and says uh, if you're looking for books over monsters and abominations, that's on the third floor, uh, section 112. I mean, like, like real things, not like tales of things that go bump in the light in the night, but like world-ending monstrosities that even gods fear. That got his attention. Yeah, do you have anything on those? He stands up from behind the desk and walks over to you and says, Not... uh, Yes, yes. Um, how do I... Follow me. And he leads you guys up to the third floor to section 112. Um, However... He actually reaches to the very bottom shelf and pulls out a giant book and lays it on the table in front of you. All right. Anna's going to uh, start flipping through the pages. Uh, <laughs> or wait, what's the cover say? Yeah. Do you want me to roll a perception check? What languages do you speak? I speak Elvish in common. That's it, unfortunately. I'm not cool. Uh, this is this book is in a script that is unfamiliar to you. Oh, uh, does Molly cover. know what it is? Well, what do you speak? Um, so Molly speaks Celestial, Common, Elvish, and Gnomish. Um, but I also have a thing where I can cast Comprehend Languages. Oh! Well, so I can understand any written language that I see, but I must be touching the surface. 
Yeah, that would work if you do it. Okay, that's what Molly's gonna do. As you cast comprehend languages, as you cast comprehend languages, and then touch the surface of the book, this weird script starts to unfurl itself, um, and almost like form letters that you know in front of you, um, and you're instantly able to read. I feel like I'm gonna get size as I say this, but you're able to read Necronomicon. <laughs> I feel like I would have some knowledge of this. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I say to the I say to another god, I guess. Well, you were asking for Elder Taurus, so That is true, and this is like the one thing. So wait, hold on. You guys have the freaking Necronomicon in your library? Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with this. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> you got I don't know. What if like a kid wants to check out a book and like he accidentally summons freaking Cthulhu, man? Oh, you're thinking of the wrong thing. What am I thinking of? No, that is also the Necronomicon. This is a different. <laughs> it, it, you know how some books have the same name? Necronomicon yes. two. Oh wait, I'm. Am I thinking of Necronomicon, the like con where everybody gets together? And talk about their favorite <laughs> yeah, Eldritch horror. The, no, listen, or it's okay, just a so, word like it's a word like, like dictionary. You know, there isn't just one dictionary. <laughs> he says, "This is like the this is like the encyclopedia version." Yeah, this is just a different a different Necronomicon. Okay. Necronomicon two, Electric is, Spookaloo. <laughs> Spookaloo. That Molly's was just good. gonna flip through the pages. Uh, Cause like, how is it? Is there an index or something like a, a way these yes, creatures a, are? are organized <laughs> Stormseeker kind of pulls the book towards himself and says this is a list of every known monster in the universe what they do why they do it and where you can find them this is basically Necronomicon Encyclopedia Edition all right. You'll find a picture of every monster and a description and stuff. You might call oh it a, a okay. monster manual if you really look want un- to go look under. S- oh my god! Look under okay, snakes. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna look look for snakes. She's just uh, flipping through pages, I guess. As you go to the, like the uh, there's a S section and you find like a serpents section. Uh, you are not able to. Find a picture of it there. Oh, did did your God say anything? Like, did did he have any idea um, what kind of creature it would be? No. When he said, "Okay," he said something about a hydra. He's like, "I thought you were talking <sighs> about a hydra at first, and then I mentioned the lion's body, and he was like, you lost me." So, like, is this thing oh. erasing itself from the Necronomicon? This thing sucks, man. I hate I hate this stupid snake beast. Try Hydra. (laughs) Uh, Stormseeker reaches over to the book and says, "You could go to the Hydra section of the book." You know, that that's what we just discussed. (laughs) Cool. 
didn't hear you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as no, you go, like, you see there are only two entries in the Hydra section. One of them looks like what you would know a Hydra to be. Multi-headed snake thing with a serpentine-like body with four legs. And then you see what you saw. You see a multi-headed thing with a lion, a multi-headed snake creature with a lion's body. And at the top of the page, it simply says two words. False Hydra. Okay, Molly is, <laughs> is super excited now. Oh, oh, I found it. It's 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 called a false Hydra. And then she's um finally translate translate that entire page. As you read the page, this is what you read. False Hydra. When bitten by false Hydra, if bite become if bite becomes lethal, the creature is erased. No, 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 no. Motivations, none known. Where to find them, none known. (laughs) Is there a weakness (laughs) section? Well, I know it's radiant damage, but besides that. Uh, There is not a weakness section, uh, but you do remember pretty clearly that radiant damage... Like, radiant attacks seem to do a trick. Yeah, that's that's what I sort of noticed. Okay, Molly just, um, she's making a, like, a page herself, just, like, a, a translation, pretty much, into common. Um, <clears throat> and adding little notes to the page of things that we know ourselves, like the, the weakness to radiant damage. And then I guess I can also add a list of people that we know have been erased. Um, And then Blue's just going to copy down what you said in their scientific journal. So, uh, lethal bite. Does this mean that they're all dead? You mean the people we can't remember? Yeah. I really hope not. I don't want to have to fully say goodbye to one of my best friends. Or my favorite teacher. And your your god doesn't... Doesn't recognize any of those names either. No. That's the hard part. <sighs> we zoom out from that moment. And cut back to Jin. Jin, when you look up at the cage. And something starts manifesting in front of your eyes. It starts at the feet. And it looks like normal. What you would both know from your experience with humans as human feet. It goes up, and you see hairy legs beginning to form. You see tattered clothing form around the mid-thigh as it goes up, and you see a thin 
hollow-faced man appear in front of your eyes. His beard reaches down to well below his stomach, and his head is completely shaved bald. He growls. I recognized it was human speak because of Rose's only feet account. <laughs> Curse! Oh I hate gosh. it. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she says that out loud. Don Bringer looks at you and says, "Everyone here, Wind Jin, meet the most powerful man in the universe." Meet the entity known as Steve. I was thinking Steve. I was like, oh, please, Steve. Oh, uh, that's great. Hi, Steve. No, hi, he does not react. Steve, my name is Jen. And she's kind of no looking reaction. back and forth from Steve to Dawnbringer, just like, very confused, like, after all of that build-up, she was very much expecting something radiant and incredible, and it's just this tattered old hobo-looking dude who's growling at her. She's very confused. Here is what we know about Steve. He stops, he breathes. Steve wrote the books after... Fusing with a god. Mm-hmm.